It's time to raise the roof for our 62nd episode. Uh, hello, everyone. Right now, it is Alex and Gibby. Bree and Evan will hopefully be coming on soon, and we do have a special guest for this episode. On this episode, we have a lot of things to talk about. Wander just got called up, which is insane that he got called up now, and we're going to talk about that. The Rays also are playing like poop right now. Hopefully, they'll be able to rebound. Getting Wander on the team is definitely going to help out in a big way. And then other things, we're obviously going to talk about the Red Sox series coming up, which is one of the biggest series of the year so far for the Rays. Updates about the world of baseball and college baseball and anything else that's relevant. So, uh, Gibby, how you doing? They're doing pretty good, other than the, the Rays really not stepping it up. Yeah, they've um, been as of late. They've been they've been rough. Put it that yeah. way. But morale boost coming. I mean, I I don't know how how the, the how the major league guys feel about Wander, but you know, it's it's good for the fans. The fans are like, yeah, yeah, definitely. Let's, let's get let's get this guy in here. Yeah, yeah, you're not kidding about that. Well, let's start off with talking about the Seattle series. Um, the Rays coming into that series came off two straight losses against the White Sox. Obviously, that last game uh, was a good comeback. They ended up falling up short, mm-hmm. and then. Seattle starts and for some reason the Rays can't win at Safeco and they get swept and lose three out of the four games via walk-off. And I I think the thing, the worst part about it from my perspective was the fact that the games ended so late, just ridiculously late, which means that like, you know, we had to stay, I mean, you're already used to staying up late at night, but like, yeah, but it's just I don't want to be watching baseball that whole time, you know. Yeah, especially that. what happened with the Rays. Yeah, how, how yeah. did you feel about the series? Just what you said. Like we get we get walked off the first game, right, in the bottom of the ninth, and then second game just we shit the bed completely. Not great. <laughs> That's fine though. Sometimes you shit the bed. Um, and then <laughs> the third game you get walked off in the tenth because you didn't even get a runner in, in in extra innings. Which come on, just like I don't know, play like your home team. It could work sometimes. Um, and then, yeah, the walk-off grand slam in the in the fourth game. So it has not been a good – It's that, it hasn't felt good, you know. Like, when you lose the close ones, the close ones are more, like, aggravating than the than the ones that are, like, really out of your reach. And you're just like, oh, okay. If we, if we come back, we come back. If we don't, we don't. But I, I agree with you on that. But when, when it's really close like that and, like, you get walked off and it's, like, right at the end, it's like, ah, oh, again. And, like, to, to, for that to happen three out of four of these games is just ridiculous. Yeah. It, it's uh, just not – the extra innings and ninth inning has just not been our favor lately. Yeah, it hasn't. I mean, the Rays have had their struggles when it comes to extra innings so far this season. Um, They've been unable to close games at some points. Obviously, they had – they had to lead at several points in the series, especially game one. I mean, getting off to a good start would have been fantastic for this team. And they got out to a really good lead. They got out to, I think it was like a five, five, nothing lead or something like that. And then uh, Hill ends up giving up those runs to make the game closer. And then, you know, obviously it ends up being the walk-off yesterday's kind of yesterday's hurt in a different way, in my opinion, obviously because of that, of that ball that was called or that strike that was called a ball and the guy should have been struck out in the 10th inning. That was a, that was an, an egregious call by the umpire and robo umps. And, and this is not just because, you know, we're a race podcast and we're complaining about the race just like across the board. Umpiring has been terrible and they really need to start considering that moving forward. But yeah, that one felt worse because they had an opportunity to get out of the inning that would have helped in a big way and would have prevented a runner and then Shed Long has the grand slam. Yeah, it's just the 
the timing is just not good for the Rays right now. Like, there's we just can't score in like in the extras. Like, we can't. I don't know. Well, I wanted to ask you something before we talk about that. So, what? How did you feel about? So obviously, Fairbanks loses. Uh, give blows the blows the lead in or whatever it was blows the game loses the game in game one do you agree with them going back to him in a similar situation later in the series or did you think that like not only that and then they brought him out a third time after he blew the second game which I was uneasy about how did you what was your confidence level like after he blew the first game did you think it was going to go better than what it ended up going in the second time that he came out in that series I'm trying to see where where the second game he it was the fourth he came out in the first and the fourth game right no I thought he came out and he blew the he blew the save in two of the three or not save but he blew the game in two of the three of them and then and then yesterday's game had the the uh, the ninth inning I, I yeah I think he came out in the ninth inning and and retired the side and that wasn't a big deal but I know that he he was involved in I think he was involved in. Thursday, Saturday, and Sunday, or maybe here. Wait, let me. I just like how how did you feel about him? I, I guess how did you feel about his confidence level? Um, did were you confident in him when he came out? Maybe uh, I I got I was confident in him in the first game because I was like, oh, he just didn't he blow the the White Sox game the day before? Yes, that's yeah. what it was. So yeah. so. That's what it was. That's the one I was thinking about. So he, he only appeared off. in two of those games, but it was the White Sox. Yes, yes, you are one hundred percent correct on that one. Yeah. So I, I was still pretty confident in him in, in game in in this first game. I mean, we had uh, last podcast. We had already talked about this game because we had happened to record after this game. It was before the second game when we recorded. Yeah, um, I was I was confident in. Uh, and, and Pete Fairbanks going into that situation definitely because I mean he's just that guy you know he's crazy guys I mean even though he's not statistically there as he was last season he still I think he's still like he can he comes up clutch for us it's just some of our guys are having a rough time like adjusting to some of these new rules which is something I was harping on last episode so I, I I'll try not to press that button too much but yeah yeah and then after that, he's he's fine. Like he's got the he comes in in, in the fourth game and he does pretty well. Um, it was Castillo who 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 blew the last game. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, Castillo did not look good. Mm-hmm. I mean, he he looked okay. And then obviously the walk, like the walk situation, was terrible because he just I mean, like allowed too many guys on base, ended up you know not going in his favor, and then the Rays <laughs> ended up losing that game. Uh, I was really happy to see the bounce back from Fairbanks in the second game or in the, in his second appearance in that in series. series yeah. I was very pleased with the bounce back, obviously, because he had the two previous outings where he, you know, blew the game and they lost uh, or not blow the game. But I mean, he was the pitcher on the mound, mm-hmm. gave up the winning run. They ended up losing. So that was, that was extremely important um, for him to get that issue. It was just like, I was, I didn't know how I felt about it at that time. And then the other uh, in, in the first game in the series, I didn't know how I felt about it uh, overall. But I did want to ask you. I did, uh, so you were talking. We had just talked previously, or you had mentioned previously about extra innings stuff. Mm-hmm. I am with extra innings because I did talk about this. Um, it's already out, but the Raise Your Voice podcast. I went on with Brett Rutherford. Uh, we talked about what happened in this series, and 
what are your thoughts about extra innings uh, from where the Rays were? So obviously the Rays have been the away team the last couple times that extra innings have been needed. Uh, what is like from your perspective? What did you want them to do? Um, you just got to get at least one run on the plate. Like that's that's like your entire concentration. Like I I don't. And like you shouldn't be, I don't, I don't think you should be playing small ball for like the first out. Like your your guy should be trying to like get a hit like the first out. But if you if you get into a one out, it's just like all dependent on how you are in like the situation. Like if you can if you if your first guy if your first guy just moves up the batter one and then you got you got two outs. I don't know. You, it's like there's there's like so so much you could like do with it. Like, but you don't want to be like the guy's just playing small ball and then so like, you're uh, so you're against bunning and that sort of stuff in order to move i don't know in. it's like it's really just game dependent like like if you're if you don't think they could if you think that you're if you're confident in your bullpen and like that they can not allow one run in a in a situation where your guys over there's a guy already on second then yeah i guess play the small ball when you're the away team but I don't know. I think you should just be going for at least if you get two runs and then you're putting the 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 home team in a really bad situation. But like what are the odds you're going to get those two runs? It's just it's hard to criticize like any of those decisions. It's just all based on like how they feel about the game and how they want to like attack it. It's like like how they've been hitting. You know, like you never know. Like this two like the, the the last game it was 2 to 2 and then they were like, "Well, we'll try to play the small ball tactic." because they haven't been getting much hits and I kind of agree with that but I mean there was another game in the series was it uh, the third game where yeah we just didn't get a, another we didn't get a run across again like it's ridiculous it, it was it was difficult I so I'm kind of weird because I agree with you but I don't agree with you so I think that I think that teams should try to bunt more because I mean if you got if you have a runner at second base, and you're able to put down the bunt and hopefully the guy at home plate is a fast guy, then that's helpful for you because maybe the guy will make it um, to first base throw without a throw. But I, so I like the, the idea. One run. You, you like getting the one run no matter what. Yeah, I, I like I like going for the bunt with no outs to try to move the run over at third because then you have a much higher percentage of getting the guy home from third. And hopefully that ends up being a hit in some way to get the guy home. Obviously, then that puts you at a disadvantage because instead of having no outs, you're at one out. So if there's a single, it, you should be able to not only score a guy from third. I mean, obviously, you'll be able to score the guy from third, but you should be able to score the guy from second if he was there. So it then negates the purpose of the single mm -hmm. because then you just wasted an out to get to that same point. But I, I think with the Rays right now, I, I think when a team is struggling, you, you definitely want to try to get at least one run across the uh, across. And the Ray, the Rays bullpen is one of the best bullpens in baseball. So you would, you would think that cash would have faith in his bullpen to be able to close out games. And even that, I mean, that's difficult to say because They've struggled in recent things. And I think they're only three and seven or something like that in, um, I think they're only three and seven in extra inning yeah, games. The last this season. 10. Yeah. So, uh, oh, in the last 10, I, I, I thought it was extra inning games this season. They're three and 10 or I mean, sorry. Oh, yeah, three yeah. And seven. That is, that is the, that is the stat. Yeah. So that's not great. Uh, to be honest, that's, that's not, that's, that's not what you want to see out of your team. And I understand there are problems when it comes to like Manfred ball uh, you know, starting the runner at second base and extra innings. But 
the Rays aren't the only team that's dealing with that. Every team at baseball is dealing with that. So, yeah. and, and you have to produce some sort of offense during the game to prevent that from happening. So there's, I mean, there's questions about trying to get the offense going. And then obviously, you know, every team is dealing with it. So you got to find a way to, to work with everything and make it, you know, you, you have to make it work for yourself because every team has to do it, the same thing. Exactly. So I don't know. It's, it's tough. Obviously the series didn't go great. It would have been nice to squeak out at least one or two games and they had an yeah, opportunity to do that and they didn't. It's, there was so many, I mean, there were so many close games, but it was frustrating. It was a frustrating series. It was a very frustrating series. It was an extremely frustrating series. And like the bullpen still not doing good. I mean, you're giving up six, five, six, six, like, they're playing the same game against you like every day. They're just they're getting their six runs. They're getting their Papa John's pizza. That's what they're that's what their city's getting. I want my Papa John's pizza raise. I, I, I actually had a theory that Papa John's just doesn't want us to win. So I, I think they they might have injured last now. So you think that so you think that Papa John's is planning to conspire against the Rays? Yeah, order, because we were to... winning, we were winning so much, and the Tampa Bay people were using the Papa John's pizza code for half off race six. I don't know why I'm like plugging that, but hey, anyway. it's a thing. It's a thing. Yeah. It's not like... So I think Papa, they were like, man, they're at like 45 wins or whatever. How many, how many wins do we have? I don't even know. 43. 43. They're at 43 wins or whatever. That's too much free pizza. It's like because we've been scoring a lot of runs, so they they had to take us out. I mean, that's a All very that pizza bag. That's a very interesting theory that I don't think anyone has said yet, and I don't know if we can put legitimacy to it. But I mean, we can definitely say it's it a might theory. be the cane. It might be the Kane's furniture people too, giving away too many um, Tijuana Flats meals. That's true. That's true. So now we have now we have watchful eyes on now we have watchful eyes on both the Kane's furniture people and the and and papa john's um for possibly conspiring against the race uh these are developing stories and we will let you know what happens yeah, as we we'll do them you know about that one who knows uh i don't know who knows we'll 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 figure it out um we'll win a game yeah, yeah the Rays will win a game soon i mean they'll, they'll, they'll find a, a way soon. to win do you want to do you want to wins coming soon yes 100 percent Speaking of coming soon or actually arriving now, um, Wander was called up. Do you want to wait until Bree and Evan come? By the on way, I'm guest? going to the game. Oh, you're going to the game on Tuesday? Yep. Meaning tomorrow, which is probably when I'm going to post this. Yep. Ooh, that's going to be fun. So if you're listening to this and you and you're watching, you'll be like, "Wow, he's in there." Well, isn't um? I, I think that they were having like five dollar <laughs> tickets as well. Like, like some like $5 tickets. Special. No, it, it's, yeah, $5 off and $5 beers, which is like the number one reason I wanted to go. Yeah, they're the $5 beers. Yeah, that's like, that's pretty good. They're usually like nine bucks. So like. Hey, that's a good know. deal. That's a good deal. So because we're going to have a guest on, we're going to have Bree and Evan on hopefully in a little bit. Why don't we take a break right now? Stay tuned. We're going to talk a lot about Wander. We're going to talk about the Red Sox series and more on this latest episode of Race the Roof. And we're back on this latest episode of Raise the Roof. Uh, we have a lot to talk about. Obviously, the Red Sox series is approaching us. And, oh, boy, that's going to be a very interesting series. Um, and we brought on a special guest to talk about that series. He is the co-host of We Got Ice, a baseball podcast. Pretty popular now. Very popular on TikTok. How many, how, Zoe, how many, uh, how many TikTok followers you guys got? Uh, 175K now. Whew. Wow, that's, that's a lot. <laughs> So, uh, Zoe, I think it's Damalia. 
Did I get that the right? Mali. Damn it. The Mali. Damn it. I literally asked you. I literally asked yeah. you before. Oh my god. And then I don't he know was like, you're gonna get it wrong. Three. And then you got I it. I don't know. I don't know how I got that wrong in three seconds, but that is incredible. So so thanks so much for coming on. Um, first off, how are you doing? Uh, welcome to the pod. I'm doing great. You know, uh, I do will say since I predicted you were going to get my name wrong, everything I say is fact in this pod uh, now because uh, I'm, right. I'm shooting one for one right now. But I'm doing good. You know, excited. We've been trying to get this going for a while. So I'm happy to finally get on. Yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah, definitely. We're really, really excited to have you on. And obviously, what a better time to have you on than for this Red Sox series. But something happened uh, uh, yesterday uh, that, that precedes the Red Sox series, which might have some big implications. Um, and that is top prospect in baseball race, top prospect, Wander Franco got called up to the surprise of, I'm pretty sure everyone. And I just want to just round robin discussion, initial thoughts. How were, how did, how did we all feel about this? Did we, I mean, obviously I don't think anyone expected it, but how did we all feel about this? Um, initial reaction. I bought a ticket for Tuesday. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I could be the first guy to, uh, catch on. Uh, Wander Franco home run. I'm I'm out now. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I won't be. But hey, Zach Campbell's gonna be there. You're you're, you're probably gonna. Have oh to no, no. Is he actually? I don't know. I'm just I'm just assuming he's gonna be there because he's. <laughs> that, that's he's very at. him. I, I almost is. met him. He he went to a game that was canceled for me, and I didn't go to the game, but he was there. Is he based in Tampa? Does he go to a lot? Of no, he's ba- no, he, no, he's, he's based in New York. York. He's just yeah. all over the place. Yeah. He's a wild man, but I saw it and I was like, dang. So the Rays go on a streak of what, how many games did they win in the row? Like 25 out of 30 or four or something crazy like that. Something ridiculous. They were killing it. I was like, oh, so they go on a little bit of a slump. And then all of, we get in like Twitter and like Instagram messages, like what's wrong with the Rays. And then like five (laughs) minutes later, they call them up. Like the Rays are the only team in baseball who loses six games in a row. It's like, oh yeah, we're going to call up literally the number one Mm -hmm. hype prospect for the past four years. We'll just add him. Just throw him in there. I'm like, Jesus Christ. (laughs) I feel like they're like Apple. They just make a new iPhone when people get mad at them. (laughs) Whatever. That's a great shirt right there. That's a good idea. (laughs) Damn it, man. Now we see, man, I got to start writing down these design ideas because we got to like flood the store with it. Whenever, whenever we create a store, raise the roof, start coming soon. uh, Hopefully. Coming Um, soon, hopefully. Hopefully, yeah. A tease. Yeah, yeah. It's a a tease for probably like two months down the road. That's fine. Uh, Brie, Brie, what were your thoughts? Initial reaction. First of all, I'd just like to say I was very wrong. I'm pretty sure on the last podcast, I was like, he's not ready. And here we are. So, you know, Eric Deander knows a lot more than I do, clearly. But um, yeah, I thought it was weird timing because like for me, the issue is the pitching and not the offense. But I mean, I'm not going to complain. This was a bright spot in a very, very, very bad week. So we'll see how it goes. I'm excited. We'll see. I might be there Tuesday as well. We get to see him. I- I've been waiting for this day for so long. So <laughs> <laughs> I do have a question. When uh, what is uh, Wander's uh, contract situation looking like? So he's got what six years? I'm assuming team control. So if they did they wait to not call him up just to keep that extra year? Like was that it kick was, in if they called him up earlier? I, I think it was just to pass the super two thing. Because yeah. I, I know that uh, they did that with uh, Kellenic in Seattle. Like they wouldn't call yeah. him up because of the contract. So I'm assuming they probably did the same thing with Wander, right? Because he's everyone's been like, yo, he's been ready since like 2019. This guy's good to well, go. That's false. Yeah, yeah probably. <laughs> <laughs> but, it's just it's just weird though because I think that and and it it's like only the Rays would have this kind of a problem where 
there's so many good prospects in the system and we've all been hyping up Vidal Bruhan way more than Franco because like we all knew that Franco was going to be a god regardless oh mm-hmm. also the lightning just scored uh 45 seconds into the game so I don't know who just scored but um that has not happened on my tv yet oh Stamkos Stamkos just scored ah. Stammer think, time, baby. Yeah, poor, yeah, poor Jimmy over here is just trying to catch up. <laughs> <laughs> well, so aside from that, um, yeah, like I feel like amongst the collective of us, we've been way more hype about Bruhan. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. uh, you found it. Yeah. Eat a bug, Varlamov. Let's go. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, but like I, I think that we all thought that like Wander was going to be a late season call up. And it makes sense because why rush a guy who's 20 years old? But I mean, if he's ready and he's played really, really well in AAA so mm-hmm. far, why not bring him up? But again, like there's so many other guys in the system. I mean, like they could have brought up Bruhan, they could have brought up Josh Lowe. I mean, they could have re-brought up Padlo again. Mm-hmm. Like it's just, I, I don't know. To me, it's just like, okay. Very strange timing. Yeah, like, it's so ooh. weird. To me, it's signaling a trade. Like my trade lights are like flashing everywhere. Yeah, I was about to say, that's what Bree was saying earlier. And I, I tend to agree like a trade like, what are we thinking so it's uh, someone we need pitching down. and we have too many infielders so. yeah okay okay so who are you guys looking to move then you guys obviously know more about the mm. race than i do but i saw yeah. i saw wander in my radar because you guys are obviously way more invested in raise land i was like oh this is he's probably ready and this is a pr thing because you just lost six in a row seattle just dumped on you if he's ready to go if you want to call him up next week just, ah, just call him up now you know take the you know make it feel better in raise land that's kind of how yeah. i assumed it went down so i didn't know yeah. we got trade on but, the horizon well see for me just eric mander is not he's not one of those reactionary people who's going to be like mm-hmm. oh let me appeal to the fan base like that is very he never <laughs> appeals to the fan base on purpose like that's just not what Fair. he does <laughs> like i mean he very much does the opposite sometimes if he thinks it's the right move. So I feel like just like in my mind, because it's just such a weird sequence of events with glass now going down, us having to move walk onto the rotation who has been like not great this year. Like, and they've made before, um, before the Adamas trade, they made a bunch of like really tiny little moves that everyone's just like, that's just weird. And then they Adamas trade and they've been kind of doing the same thing. They signed Mike Ford, like, we have like 17 first basemen in Durham already, and they signed Mike Ford. I don't know. That was just future weird. Hall of Famer Mike Ford. Get it right. He's going to be an absolute stud. So, like, just this week has been very strange. It was Glass now, Mike Ford, Franco. Ooh, that is, I, don't know. I imagine being a Rays fan, tell me if I'm wrong, is like being in your bedroom with just a bunch of red tape. Like, yes. well, he did yeah. this. Yeah, this, it's this, the, this, guy, so that it. the guy in Sunny, always sunny in Philadelphia. It's, yes. Yeah. I was just about to say, who? Oh, I forget. I yeah, yeah. Show. Charlie Day's character. Yeah, that's that's basically how to had us like the uh, the wide synopsis of being a race fan. And I think yeah, it's so like espionage, basically. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I described it as being a fan of a college sports team, which I, I think is a really good. That um, is a good analogy, Bob. Yeah, because I mean, no guy is going to stay there forever, except for like the coach, unless you get like a crap coach and then like he leaves. But I mean, like it it makes sense. You heard um, that, folks. Kevin Cash is here forever. He's never leaving. Who knows? I, I don't know. He's about a Tampa that. guy, though. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he'll, I like he'll probably be here for a while. Uh, but like, so, so we were talking pre-pod, me, Gibby, and Bree, and it was who were we talking? We were saying Wendell was a possibility. Yandi was a possibility. Mm-hmm. I know we threw out loud, but like, I don't want that personally. Yeah, we're coming from the Maryland guy. Yeah, yeah, no, no, really. <laughs> and my wow. only thing with Lau 
is he is of those three like he's I mean Yandi's not really versatile either but we put him at first and third which whatever he gets but, the walks pretty yeah he gets the walks which is great Yandy's and I love that for him but Brandon Lau just because of his contract and because of his last season people know what he's capable of I know he hasn't measured up to that this season but he's heating up already he like I know he plays outfield but we never put him in outfield because we just have too many of those two so like he's only a second baseman essentially. Can we get some of this? You know, you want to send some to Boston? These are some no. nice problems to have. Too no. many prospects, too many good players. Hey, I'll take a few. No, no, we're in a race for first place. This is no longer allowed. If this was last year, then maybe. I mean, I, I mean, like, a, hey, hey, we gave him a Renfro. That is true, and he's been you good. Want Mike but, Ford. Uh, no, you can keep you can keep him. But if you want to talk about Wander, we can have a talk. You know, I got Ottavino. We'll chat. <laughs> Oh, one um, for one, the best trade. We'll take you back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> My question is for you guys is like, oh yeah, you guys need to make a trade for starting pitching, but one, the market feels like a lot of big names, and then you know nothing else. But obviously, the Rays are probably going to go find someone who's going to turn to a Cy Young winner. But are they going to make a move for like a name? Probably not, right? That's not what I they do. I mean, so. like you see it, you kind of see it with like what they did with Charlie Morton a few years back. They could sign mm-hmm. one of those bigger contracts, like a fifteen million just one year get a guy who's i don't i don't even know who this is going to be but like i still don't think they're going to go after scherzer i think that scherzer's too big of a target oh i agree i don't think anybody in the ao east is getting scherzer i don't think the red sox get scherzer i don't think tampa i don't think it's too rich for all of our blood but so we're getting sale back halfway through the season Mm -hmm. and that's what i don't think heim's going to trade for anybody the whole thing is going to be like we got sale back and that's going to be our deadline move that's kind of where it's mapping out to be so if we get into like we're in a race, obviously Tampa and Boston, Glass now's out, sales coming back. Like, who's the move for Tampa to to match that? Is what I'm interested in. I think like Barrios was a guy that I think that Ooh. we talked about. Um, I, I everyone I on Kikuchi. Cincinnati. I really love him. Yeah, he's a good one. I like Barrios a lot. That'd be a really good move for Tampa. Actually, I like that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, that'd be good. It, well, I mean, didn't we talk about like how it was going to be a tryout for uh, in the Seattle series for Kikuchi? To, uh, I t- yeah, to I said, <laughs> I said he better come back on that team plane. And you know what? Maybe he did. Who knows? We don't know. They haven't announced the move yet. <laughs> we'll we'll yeah, find out in due time. Yeah, but, I mean, Kyle Gibson. That was another one we had thought of. Oh, Gibby is a good one. Yeah, like it does. Gibby. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. I'm way too unsure about his game, and he pitched so good. Like he he shut out the Rays. The, so the you're saying it's fate then? So I'm saying it's what? It's I said so. I said so. You're saying it's fate then that he pitched yeah. Every well time me there. and Gibby are together, it's just <laughs> the power is just overwhelming. <laughs> I'm I, way too unsure I... about Gibson though, because like this year has been his best year by a lot by a wide margin. Every other year he's had like a four plus ERA. Okay, I like I like Kyle Gibson a lot. I think I think him in Tampa Bay is one of those stories where we go yeah. and look and we're like, how did this guy get to Tampa? That's exactly <laughs> the type of pitcher Kyle Gibson. I think he'd fit great there. Yeah, I do too. But one thing I saw someone else mention, and it was something I hadn't considered, was we don't know Glasnow's timetable, and that like really throws a wrench in things because how much are we going to go for it when we don't know if we're going to have him in the postseason? Like we should theoretically, but like, is this, we're making a move and we're going all in when we don't know if we have our ACE or, you know, is it kind of like maybe add like a number three starter and like, you know, go for more depth type thing. Mm-hmm. But the Rays even need an ACE? Like do they, it technically in the postseason, do they even need the ACE? Like we saw it with like, obviously the Blake Snell thing last year, you guys know about that whole thing. Yeah. Like, they don't need the ace. I, for some reason in my head, I feel like everybody's been tweeting it. I just assumed Glass now was not going to pitch again this year. 
I was just like, oh, he's out for the year. Yeah. But if he's in the playoffs, that's huge. He comes back as a bullpen guy. That could be I mean, I think, right there. I, think they I don't said, like that. <laughs> here, wait, what did they say in Arlington? I think they said four weeks so, and then he'll reevaluate. He said he's, he's shut down for four weeks. They're going to reevaluate. But theoretically, like what they're aiming for is four weeks shut down and then slowly build him up for like four weeks, I think they said would be the buildup period. And then mid-August could be his earliest return, which is way better than I was thinking, to be honest with you. That's that is certainly and, that is, and that's better that's, than what happened like in 2019, that. too. <laughs> yeah. That's better I mean, than honestly, I'd be okay if they took it a little slower than that, just to make a hundred million percent sure that he's okay. But I've been so conditioned with watching pitchers get hurt that my immediate reaction and I might be wrong on this is I'm like get him the surgery just get it now because I saw it with Chris Sale we went through this we went through a year and if they just got the surgery when he first got hurt he he wasn't the same guy when he came back and then now he's got pushed back another year so it's like if you just did it but the Rays aren't planning on keeping glass now I'm assuming for the next five six seven years so they probably are can take it a little bit different and another thing as far as the surgery goes like I was mentioning this to someone else if they try and get him back and like try and get him for the postseason and then say he does something in the postseason tweaks it again and needs the surgery we don't even know if we're gonna have a season in 2022 at this point like that's I true mean, the cba's i mean it's getting ooh. it's getting crazier and crazier it's gonna be day. real ugly yeah it's not gonna be great but the Rays are taking short term for that they're trying to rush him out who knows? Yeah, that's but true. That recovery. Circling back to Wander, though, final thoughts about what we're going to – like, do we think he's going to stay up for – do we think he's going to stay up for good now and he'll just and, – and he'll be there? Or do we think that this is going to be something where he's going to play a little bit and then he'll go back down to AAA and just what are – like, what should we expect out of him this season? He's not going down unless we have, like, yeah. a huge O for, like, Kelnick. Like, I mean, which I really doubt is going to happen. I mean, yeah, other once, than that, once they cleared up. a spot for Walls. And I don't think they're going to clear a spot for Walls and then not clear one for Wander, to be honest with you. Yeah, once he goes up, I mean, like, his pro contract starts, like, his time with the team, like, or he has to, like, stay with, like, the major leagues or whatever, like, starts, like, right then, right when they bring him up. So, I mean, why would they put him back down if they're, like, using him? And, I mean, he'll probably, I mean, I assume he's going to be hitting, like, around 300. I shouldn't say that. that. I, I, I assume the same that. thing. Dude. I'm ready for <laughs> like, a first at bat wander homer. I've already prepared myself mentally for going. the pain. That's, that's why I'm going. You're, you're um, going to catch it. I will say what I'm interested in is how they use him. Because we all sit yeah. here and we talk about like you guys, like we talk about Wander Frankel. This guy's the next dude. Like he's the next guy in baseball. But like the, we all know Rays are like platoon matchup. So is that what they do with him to start early? Like, oh, is he better against lefties? So we're just going to sit him a lot and ease him in. I think that's what we're going to get. So I think there's going to be a little bit of like disappointment among common fans watching. Because we're like, oh, Wander sitting tonight. Like he's facing against my team. So I think we're going to get that a little bit. I expect him to mash. Dude, he hit a home run. You guys, I saw an interview because i was like looking some stuff up on him to make a video about it and he had a home run i think it was a 2019 or 2020 spring training came back to the dugout and he's like yeah i feel like the hulk when i hit balls i'm like what i'm like bro he's going to be it's it's gonna be a treat to watch him like i'm i think we're all way too excited about it um and then honestly it's perfect timing because i mean this is as of right now, this Rays Red Sox series is probably the biggest series of the season for both teams. To be honest, the Red Sox are, are are half game up on the Rays right now. 
it's it's going to be at the um or the or the series is going to be at the trop. Uh, hopefully it'll be packed for all three games, and I'm sure it's going to be, you know having Wander there is definitely going to boost attendance. But Zoe, I wanted to get your your thoughts about the Red Sox this season because I know we talked about or I I know before the season leading up to the season we talked about this team um, from our perspective as one that was going to be better than what we saw last season, but not at a competitive level to where they are now or how surprised have you been at what this team is? Cause like, I, th- I think all of us are just like the hell is going on. Like why do the Red Sox just turn into like an incredible team out of nowhere? It seems like. So Heim Bloom exists. Exactly. I mean, and Heim, and Heim we trust. Thank you for Heim. Um, <laughs> but me and I had them coming in at, I think 81 and 81 in the season and Jack had them at 84 wins. So we expected a 500 ball club, which and a lot of people, I don't think even had them that high. They had them a little bit mm-hmm. lower because the thing about the 2020 Red Sox dude is they were tapped. Their offense was just as talented as it is as talented as it is now. They just didn't want to play. Like JD Martinez wasn't struggling. That's why I say JD does not get comeback player of the year, even as a Red Sox fan, because he just he didn't want to play. Like he just quit. They didn't try. And with the whole Alex Chorus thing, obviously, they brought in Ron Renneke, who was not a good, he was just an he was just like a puppet there. He's like he wasn't meant to manage the team. So Heim comes in, he's just like, we're going to clean house and we're going to go get a bunch of guys who play baseball. It's very similar to 2013. They went out, they got Marwin Gonzalez, they got Kike Hernandez, they got Hunter Renfro, a bunch of guys who aren't going to blow you away, but they just, they can do a lot of things. They like to play. What has surprised me and kind of the unspoken topic in Red Sox land is the pitching staff. And now obviously the MOB is cracking down and, you know, some guys are having a tough time out there. You know, I don't like to call anybody out, but some pitchers are not doing so well. So that is where I still think the Red Sox could. I don't think they're going to win the division. I really don't. I know I'm a doubter. My fellow Red Sox fans hate me for that. Probably a wild card team because they just don't have the horses like in the pitching rotation. Like Avaldi's been good, but like Richards has looked really bad. I think Nick Pavetta is like a great pick by Heim, but everybody else on the staff, I don't really trust. And like Rodriguez has been really bad this year. So I expect us to, I think the Rays are probably going to win the division, but I expect the Red Sox to win probably like 85, 86 games. Yeah, well, Bree, so, I mean, you were going to ask well, about my, pitching. My main question is, I look at your starters, and it really doesn't look like they've done well. How are you still they winning haven't. all these games? That's the thing that I'm scared about. And <laughs> I'm very, I'm also a very pessimistic Red Sox fan, so they could very yeah. easily win 90 games. But I just, the the offense mashes. And they're benefiting also from this whole, like, pine tar crackdown or uh, mm-hmm. sticky stuff thing, because they've been raking lately. They went to Atlanta. They put up 10 runs two games in a row. But there is a streak where your offense is going to go cold. It's just a couple of days where, you know, you're not going to be able to score. And that's what worries me. Like when you're facing the Rays, you're going to get good pitching, at least out of the bullpen. Like you're, they're not going to give you 10 runs. They're just not going to do that. And I don't think now the Red Sox can win consistently three to two. Like, I just don't think they can anymore. And it scares me because I want to root for them so bad. And then you look at the bullpen, like Matt Barnes, like ever since that whole thing, he's been really shaky. Like, don't look at his RPMs. That'll be a tough moment. <laughs> um, so, like, a lot of their pitchers are fastball, curveball guys. That's how they pitch. The fastball top of the zone, curveball low. Pavetta, Barnes, uh, Richards. That's how they pitch. And when that curveball doesn't bite as much, now we're getting a little bit sad. But that makes I, sense. So I'm tough. I'm sad right now. <laughs> you, I mean, uh, positive news. I think you'll be happy about this. Yanni just made it 2-0. Okay, I'll take that. Let's make it happen. Two O volts. <laughs> yeah, Yanni Gord, right? I got that right. Yes. Okay, cool. On the positive <laughs> side with the Red Sox, one thing I didn't expect with them is how important 
a vibe, like a vibe of a team is because we talk about it all the time. And I'm one of the people who think managers don't play as big a role in baseball as they used to. So, but Alex Cora, dude, his, just the energy that the Red Sox play with is so different. Like you'll see it against the Tampa series. You could be winning 10, nothing, and they'll still play every pitch. And that's, that surprises me. And that's what has allowed them to win as many games is because their pitching isn't that good. But a lot of teams, it's the middle of June. You know, you don't want to, you're not going to go balls to the wall and they do. And that's really is what made them a good team this year. So, I mean, how much, like how much longer do you, do you think that they can keep up what they've been doing? That's what surprises me because their pitching has really burst. If you look at their ERAs, they're all going to be really inflated now because they've been really bad the past like two or three weeks, like really bad. (laughs) So if, if it returns to the mean and they're just a little bit worse than they were at the start of the season, then they could win 88, 89 games. But if it continues the way it is, then I don't know how it would hold up. The problem is they need to go and get somebody like they got to go trade for someone and they're not going to do that. And I think a lot of Red Sox fans are expecting Chris Sale to come back and be Chris Sale. But I'd honestly be surprised if he even starts for us. I expect him to be a bullpen guy this year. Like if they put him in a rotation, he'll be like a two free oh, inning okay. guy. They're going to kitty gloves all the way on sale. Yeah. So I would say it can hold up as long as, I don't know, probably like when we get to a playoff race in September and those games really matter and you're facing like elite pitchers every night, that's when I think we're going to have some issues. I can definitely see that. Well, what are you expecting out of this series? I mean, I, I know that we're all, I don't know what to expect out of this series, to be honest, because obviously- I, I don't even know who's going to be on the team. <laughs> I think the Red Sox will so. win this series. And uh, because they just lost to the Royals, they lost the series to the Royals. And one thing very consistent about this team is they're really good at stopping the bleeding. That's what made this. They don't, they don't get swept. Like that's, what's been huge about this team. Like they lose three games in a row and then some starter will come out and just give them a chance. And they always win that last game or they'll be lose. They avoid sweeps. They always get the splits. Like the blue Jays came into Fenway park and absolutely destroyed (laughs) us two games in a row. They put up like 35 runs, but we split it somehow, even though we had a negative 16 run differential so i expect that i expect the red sox to win it i'm, I'm hoping I, I think that you know personally amongst the other three people here i i don't i, I don't think that we want that but i i, I, I do <laughs> <laughs> like like how are we all feeling about this series because i mean i like the last time that the rays played the red sox it was a very interesting series at fenway park it can't be as bad as that it yeah yeah be. i was gonna I'm sorry say, yeah I, we've had too bad of a week for that to continue <laughs> i would love that <laughs> Oh my I think God. any of <laughs> I, I don't even think for Red Sox fans sake like like that wouldn't be enjoyable because like I, I mean I, I think that they want to see a competitive series like I think I think people are really hoping that this series is going to be competitive however like however it is like I, I think I think everyone wants this series to be competitive and what it's kind of been billed to be in these last few weeks mm-hmm. I, I just I don't know how to feel about it to be honest like I can't get a feel for this series because now Wander's getting called up and he'll be a factor which is something that I didn't think I was going to say and who I mean like like Bree said we don't even know who's factor yeah yeah it's so weird it's I mean like 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 how do the Red Sox pitch to him because I mean like he's he's finally figured out lefties and oh man this is Wander probably is going to have a field day in the sense that there's no book on how to pitch to Wander yet in the big leagues like you can watch some minor league games but in the big leagues he's going to get a from the Red Sox pitching staff one thing I can tell you some insight he's going to get a ton of fastballs just four seam fastballs inside just get ready for him 
That's what the Red Sox pitching staff do, especially when their off-speed stuff hasn't been working lately. Garrett Richards threw something insane, like 10, 16 fastballs in a row at one point. Like he's just fastballs. Get ready for it. All, all the Rays lineup. That's what they're going to get. It's like playing MLB the show on easy. Basically. <laughs> It's it's tough, but hey, I'm I'm hoping we come to Tampa and there's some magic, some magic juju down there, and we can okay. shove a little bit. I mean, our, I mean, our pitchers have suffered a little bit yeah. from the crackdown as well. Certainly, <laughs> yeah, you've been so on a six game, losing, seven game losing streak. Six, it's six, six. six. Don't yeah. give us an extra game. It's the weird topic to address as a fan of the team, because especially for like a Red Sox fan, like we have, we've had our fair share of like, you know, not some good stuff you want to talk about. So when like a pie, like the scandal comes out, I'm just like, I, I don't want to know. Like, I'm just going to assume it's only Gary Cole. It's only him. <laughs> he's, he's the guy. We're good. Yeah. It's, yeah. I, I think, I, I think I saw, I mean, it's, I mean, the majority of pitchers in baseball are using something regardless of what it is. And I mean, hopefully guys won't get injured as a result of it. I think that we're all hopeful of that. I mean, I know it seems like Glass now that was probably part of the reasoning for it, but hopefully he, I mean, it, it, it would suck if he was the only guy mm. to get to get um well he hasn't i mean did you see i don't know what his actual injury was i haven't followed up but gomber he had forearm tightness he was one that left this past week um that braves kid who's had like three starts he left with forearm tightness and i think he's fine but like there have been several injuries and i mean if you look i think it was the 2019 like C, I don't know, Psy ERA, however the hell you pronounce that. <laughs> the like top 10, every single one of them is injured except for number one, Garrett Cole. Every single other one. So oh, that's not good. Bad luck. Yeah. It, I mean, it's crazy. It's incredibly bad luck. It's incredibly bad luck. I wanted to end this by talking about what y'all got going on at We Got Ice because I know that, I mean, you guys have really got gone into the stratosphere, it seems like, when it comes to your TikTok following. Um, and I know that that's definitely corresponded with the podcast itself. Um, so, like, how has it been, like, over these last couple months as things have kind of blown up? It's it's a weird feeling because uh, we we started last year during the pandemic. You know, we used to do, like, college radio stuff together. And then we just started talking into a mic because we just had fun with it. Like, kind of like everybody does. You know, we just start talking. And uh, apparently people like our ADHD. They, they're into it. So <laughs> our really, chaos like kind of works. <laughs> exactly. It's, it's weird. But um, it, watching grow up has been very surreal sometimes. It's hard to even, like understand it like the amount of like like 170,000 people I'm like who what what <laughs> how what <laughs> so it's crazy but uh it's just fun man I just love we love talking about baseball so as long as we can keep doing that and like helping grow the game I think the most the part that I the followers are awesome like I love that podcast listens are really cool the pot the part that makes me the happiest is when we get like a comment or something like hey i'm getting to baseball what team should i watch or like hey dude what gloves should i buy i'm starting baseball this week like that stuff because we want to young kids we want to help them like be able to play the game again give them a chance like make it interesting because baseball is hard to watch sometimes yeah, it's yeah. hard so we want to make it interesting exciting to go out and play so when we get that message or comment that makes it all worth it and i'm like i don't care if it's five or ten followers five or a million like as long as we get those comments that's all that matters that's yeah. awesome definitely positive comments are definitely uplifting yeah you get, you get the negative ones every now and then you gotta be yeah, ah, yeah, right, yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll leave around you yeah, <laughs> yeah you work you work through the positive and negative comments um and then also one one i guess one last thing i wanted to ask was um you guys are putting a lot of wiffle ball content out now and uh, mm. I'm a big fan of that. And I also have never like graded or like done stuff to a wiffle ball before. Um, <laughs> so like, have you, I mean, like, 
I mean, how often are you guys just playing wiffle ball and, and doing stuff like that? Because, I mean, like, I play that with my brother all the time. So, uh, Jack used to compete in tournaments. Uh, he used to play really? wiffle ball tournaments and stuff. Yeah, he's, dude, the camera doesn't do injustice. This guy shows 85 miles per hour with movement. I'm in the box. I like we have to cut these parts out. It hit me in the leg, and I, I'm down on the ground. I'm like, ah, oh, pain. There's like, you got shot, bro. So he's he's really he's good. Throwing, wait, so, he's throwing wiffle balls 85 miles. Per oh hour. yeah, guys can it's throw that hard. Nuts. Oh my god, it's nuts. There's this guy uh, we follow on TikTok. Uh, his name's Dan. We've worked with him before. He shows like a hundo, dude. It's nuts uh, what people can do with a wiffle ball. But uh, yeah, we play. We try to play often, like maybe once every other week, just because we live far away from each other. But back when we were in college, dude, like every day, we were going on the field. Shaq got his arm iced up, got the TJ ready to go in case it blows out. So it, it's really fun, man. It's exciting. The wiffle ball community on TikTok is also crazy. That's another thing that's correlated really well is that a lot of people who play wiffle ball want to watch baseball. They just yeah. need a reason. So it's just like, hey, guys, you know, pick your team, find a player you like, just start watching, watching in and there. There's like a, there. there's like a league a now, too. Yeah. Oh, oh, MLW Wiffle Ball is a big Yeah, thing. yeah, dude. They're yeah. huge, bro. Yeah, they almost have 300K subscribers on YouTube, so they're going wild. I watch, I've been watching their videos forever, man. Like, yeah, every so, time I watch it. Me, too. So me nice. too. Dude. Yeah, so it's gross, it's ridiculous bro. what you can do uh, with a Wiffle Ball, and, it, and it's insane. But I think, thing on that note, also, it's 3 nothing now. Let's uh, go. I had a quick question oh. for you uh, before I went out for you guys. Did you guys see that MLB uh, creators class thing on TikTok? No. So the, uh, just like the MLB is hiring a bunch of ambassadors to work for their TikTok. Oh, I did see MLB. that. Yeah. So, uh, and I think that's a great way to just be like, hey guys, you know, <coughs> baseball's fun and we're going to help support. So that's all I got. So just, if you make baseball videos, go, go do it guys, you know, get a chance. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, that, yeah, that, yeah we should definitely do that and try to apply for it. I, I think, I, I think Amy applied for it. I, I know she put out a TikTok for it, but um, so thanks so much for taking the time to come on. Where can people find uh, your stuff on social media and what you guys going on at We Got Ice? At We Got Ice Baseball on Instagram and TikTok, Twitter, We Got Ice BB and Zoe and Escort Mali on all platforms guys, but follow we got us wow that was that was that was just things to the point that was great all right well <laughs> zo thanks so much for taking the time to come on uh we really appreciate it and for everyone listening stay tuned we're going to take a quick break and we'll be back with our keys to the series and just a little bit more on this latest episode of race the roof and right, thanks guys all right, and we're back on this latest episode of Razor Roof. Thanks so much to Zoe for coming on. If you guys don't follow him and We Got Ice, he said his he said his socials before. Make sure to follow him. Make sure to follow We Got Ice. I mean, they're great at what they do, and we're so happy that, that we finally got everything working. We got him on. So Bree just had breaking news. I mean, it's breaking news. I think you, what, what was it, like in the last 30 minutes or so? Yeah. So Joey Lucchese, who is a pitcher on the New York Mets, was well, significant UCL tear in his pitching arm. Yes. Uh, and his spin rates did drop. Not so, a ton. Not yeah. a ton, but they, they still down. dropped. So yeah, uh, Glass now is a smart man. That's all I'm going to say about that. He is a, he is a smart man. Yeah. Feel better, Joey. I'm sorry that baseball did this to you. <laughs> yeah. That's it's, it's unfortunate, but let's get into hopefully some more positive stuff. So keys to the series. Uh, how are you guys feeling about this series against Red Sox? What do you think that the Rays need to do in order to win? Um, Just not give up six runs a game. <laughs> and also if like we're in like the ninth inning or like the 10th inning, like just get a run across just at least one, at least one. Like, just come on. I, I don't even know. That's, like, the only thing you can really say because, like, we lost so many of our games through, like, being walked off or, like, in extra innings. So, I mean, I don't I, – I, 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 like, the bullpen has to be better. I mean, offense. I mean, they were really good, though. Yeah. It was they, just – 
barely mi- not it was like one bad inning every time and yeah. then like the game like diego he got three outs it's just one of them was a walk because the umpire's incompetent yeah that was that was an atrocious mm-hmm. call that and obviously it i mean up- that Do game we- should not have ended right there Hey, wait, did we see the umpire scorecard for that and see where it was or no? I haven't seen it, but I'm sure it's up. I can try and look. Okay, yeah. But I mean, I'm sure yeah, that was, for that me, was in the zone. Uh, yeah, I mean, I I mean, I was going to say I'd be shocked if they continued to lose, but I mean, I guess I would have been shocked if they continued to lose all four of the Mariners. So, I mean, I, I feel like they're going to be fine. Trop's going to be rocking. Um, Red Sox know. pitchers, not – yeah, Red Sox pitchers, not great. Not great. And, you know, there will be a different energy. I mean, I don't know how um, – I mean, I don't know exactly what the roster shuffling is going to look like. I hope it doesn't um, suck too much as far as clubhouse stuff. But, you know what? It is what it is. We have the chosen one in our dugout now, and – I think it'll be exciting. The Red Sox are due to really fall off, and now would be a great time to do that. I I completely agree. I, I I'm still like I don't know how to feel about this series and kind of feel it out. I I, I really hope it ends up going the Rays' way, and I mean it should. Like after after this after this losing streak, you would think that they would get their shit together and be able to find a way to win this series i mean it, this is the biggest series of the season so far uh the red i mean who knows if the red sox are going to be there at the end but the red sox are here right now they're they're in first place if the rays win two out of three that means that they're up a game which i mean they're up half game so that they go back into first place like this is a very important game uh and a very important series for them to win and they need to get off on the right foot have we gone over starting pitching matchups yet no we didn't who are the starters for the series so for Tuesday, we have Rodriguez for the Red Sox versus Kit opening and Yarb getting bulk. Um, for the first one. Second one, it's Garrett Richards for the Red Sox versus Rich Hill. That'll be that'll be a good game. That should be a good one. Um, yeah, I'm interested in that one. Thursday, we have Nick Pavetta versus TBD, which will probably be a walk a day. So interesting. Very I'm interesting about how this is like the perfect time for Wander to come up because really? like. You know, you got you got every all the pitchers are in a slump because everyone's true. everyone all the substances are gone. Um, it's the Red Sox, which don't have the best pitching. Um, Rodriguez, it certainly isn't. Um, the first, which we're gonna need a hell of runs. The, yeah, which will be the because first. our pitchers are also slumping. <laughs> yeah, because our pitchers that is also true. So I feel like these are very um teams are like in like the same boat almost, except you know Red Sox haven't lost like six in a row at least. Yeah, so starts tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, that losing streak starts tomorrow, Red Sox. Oh, I should have asked Zoe about his thoughts on the Blue Jays being, in my opinion, the scariest team in the East. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> Even though they're, they're back. I, I, I know they're back. They're down real bad right now, but I am very afraid of them still. They're, I mean, that offense is ridiculously scary, and yeah. the pitching is still good. Like, like they, they could have... add like a piece or two and be really, really good in the second half. Yeah, the blue. I mean, I mean he certainly, like, like I think that Toronto has a chance. Like, they should definitely like really invest it. in in this yeah. in this uh, All Star break because like these like the Rays are slumping and the Red Sox kind of slumping. They've been on like kind of more downtrend lately. I mean, it's a perfect time for the Blue Jays to make like a move and and Springer's still not fully healthy. Lead. He's still not fully healthy, which is my crazy nightmare. Thing. 
is playing the Blue Jays in a wild card game. Like, oh, yes. that's my nightmare. <laughs> that's, that's what, that's what, that was our nightmare last season, too, but it actually worked out. But yeah, like this season, even more so. I, yeah. I'm even more scared of them. Like, is it, I, I should probably know this. Is it a one game wild card this year or is it back to a three game series? I think it's a one game. I mean, I it, thought so. Yeah, yeah, because I was gonna say the wild card series only happened because they expanded it to sixteen. Yeah, I thought so, but that that's even scarier than one game. That's terrifying. That'd be terrifying. And see, the funny part is, we'd probably. I mean, maybe you have McClanahan go by then, but like, you probably want Glass now going that game, but like also the Blue Jays own Glass now. So I don't know, just not a good situation for that to happen. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's how to describe how I feel about the Blue Jays. Just uh, you have to win the division. That's the answer. That is the answer. I mean, that's a, I, that's a that's a good answer. Let's see if it happens. Also, that's the umpire cool. scorecard for that game, it was actually just plus 99, I mean, plus 0.99 for yeah. Seattle. So not that much, but like that was the worst call. Right yeah there. it was the worst call of the Obviously. game that was not a good call that was that was a really really bad call um actually all three of the worst calls were against the rays Ooh. hey we Great. got ice just followed the instagram by the way yo shouts out we love that and, and we need to get the tiktok going so that and we need i mean we could like collab with them with skyrocket to the moon raise the roof and we got ice to the moon we're like we're like dogecoin but less of a Ooh. meme we're going we to cryptocurrency moving though. on up them rankings, baby. Okay, if you're listening to this, go look at the baseball podcast rankings. Yeah, on on Chartable, there's a um, there's like a ranking of of basically, I think it's like the top 250 baseball podcasts in the U.S. And right now, we're at, I think we're at 119, which is the highest that we've been. That is, yeah, that's about in, in in the middle of the pack, which I'll say our talent level is probably about middle of the pack. So right where we belong, I think. Yeah, and we're also, uh, <laughs> I, I think, I think, I mean, it's okay. Uh, I, we're also, I think, like five spots behind the official Tampa Bay Rays team podcast feed with uh, with Neil Solon. So if Neil, we're if you're coming for you, Neil. No, I, yeah, I mean, Neil. Hands Neil, up, Neil. A, come on, uh, please. Uh, we would, we, yeah, we, we would love to come on the pod. Um, also, yeah. <laughs> uh, we're coming for you. <laughs> Anybody involved with Ray's broadcast, I just love them. Yeah, Carney. Yeah. Oh, we need to get Steve on. Steve? Yeah, we need to get Steve on, and we'll figure that. Topkin, let's get Topper on here. Honestly, he, I think he, he had be... so many retweets on that tweet. He was number ten yeah. trending on Twitter, dude. Oh, Mark wow. Tompkin, let's go. Mark, Mark Tompkin. Yeah, and then uh, Adam got his got got his thing retweeted by Major League Baseball. What a goat! Love Mr. Uh, Barry. If we you guys have it, on at some point. yeah, if you guys have listened to that episode with Adam, we had him on be, uh, before spring training uh, early this season. He was great. That might be my favorite episode. Adam's him, so funny. He's like, yeah. like he's would you, would you say he's very like unintentionally funny? He's just chill. He is. Yeah, I think that's th- the right thing. I actually haven't. I didn't. I was on the last episode, but I did. Li- I did listen to it. So yeah, that was probably my favorite. Nothing to do with him being Gator or anything. That had no correlation. Oh, my favorite was uh, was a senior Jason Stark. He was he was the best. Love yeah. Jason. Any news around baseball before we wrap this thing up? I think uh, college baseball, college World Series is going on. Virginia won, so I'm sad. Uh, and I don't know what's going on with Vandy and NC State. I know they're playing. Yeah, let me go check. Lighter's pitching. Lighter is pitching. Scores. And his dad is at the game. Famous Florida Marlins goat, Al Lighter, is, is at news. the game. Some news. Laddy Daddy rejected the home run derby, which is sad, but understandable. Disappointing. 
disappointing. But it would have been great to see him and Shohei going head to head up there. That would have Man, been. He really should have won it two years ago. So mad. That was a great home run derby. That I know. Home like run derby. the fact that he went three rounds on that, like and just tired himself out. Crazy. The fact that Jock Peterson stayed like was went went toe to toe with him. Yeah, exactly. Is the thing that I don't think enough people talk about. Like Jock Peterson. Jock really fell off. He fell off hard, which is sad. Actually, it's not. I don't like him, but <laughs> that's okay. Doc, if you're listening, Bree doesn't like you. That's <laughs> true. I don't. He's oh, an itch. Doc from Jock. Jock. I, I, I said Jock. Yeah. No, you know, no, I, I swear you said Doc. No, Jock. Oh, okay. <laughs> Probably just my mic. Yeah, maybe it's your mic. I don't know where he's from. He's um, from. He's from Palo Alto, California. He's from California. Good for him. Good for him being from the from the state of California. Good uh, for did, him. Yeah, good. Uh, did you guys see um the the situation with Joey Votto where he got thrown out of the game? And yeah. There was, that, there was that cute young young Reds fan who was at the game and got all sad, and then that was signed, too, signed the baseball and then got a picture with him. Uh, he came. That was so cute. Oh my god. That was, that was awesome. like I was like oh that was so heartwarming. I love seeing young baby girl baseball fans. It makes me so happy. I'm so glad to see that that more kids are getting into baseball. I, I really hope that's true. Also, update: NC State's winning one nothing in the eighth inning. Sad, 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 sad. So, Vandy, wait, Vandy's offense is what? They're Vandy's getting off, shut out. If Vandy's I, offense is currently getting shut out by NC State, I'm shook it. It's, it's a crazy year for college sports. It's a crazy year for college baseball for softball. Yeah, that's what it is. I don't like college sports this year. <laughs> Take it back. <laughs> But yeah, no, that was That's that because was, every every like Florida's has gotten like almost there every time. Florida, Florida's literally every out. single sport. Florida's <laughs> gotten sport. really close and it just fell off in like, such nah. an incredible way. It's so funny. Like, it's not that, like they're. It's just so sad. No, no, the guy who threw the shoe, whenever that whoever that Florida football <laughs> player is who threw the shoe, you idiot. Um. That's like that's the basically the the synopsis of Florida sports this season is the shoe being thrown. Except the men's tennis team shouts Ooh, out. Except the men's go. tennis. Get that Let's natty. Go. Let's go. Get that natty streak going. We love it. I'm trying to think. Is there anything else that's notable around baseball that's happened? Uh, We're probably uh, forgetting something huge. Otani sure. hit a few home runs. He's on fire. Yeah, like he's... I saw his stat line and how he's been like. Every day of the week, he literally hit a home run, and then like the one day he pitched, he it was like nine Ks, however much. He's an like, animal. His, his, he's a he's an animal. He is an insane human being, and he is so good at the game of baseball. It's insane. I'm trying to think if there's any other. No, oh, I'm going to the Saturday game too. So, oh man, he's going to all the games. Gibby's is just. Oh, I'm a... going to the good. The, this is like the good time of the season, you know. I'll I'll put out a quick ad. So this um. This Red Sox series, it's five dollars off in like five dollar beer section. Yeah, five dollar beers and five dollars off seats in like it's like the outfield in the lower bowl. I think we're not saying that's so. why Gibby's going, but it's definitely a reason. <laughs> definitely why I'm going. You don't have to speculate. <laughs> and then Saturday <laughs> against the Angels, we're not. I don't think Otani's pitching this series, which is sad. But um, Saturday there is a Tyler Glass now audio bobble. So. Get your Tyler yeah. Glass now fixed that was in the, ceramic uh, form. That was the uh, that, was so that, was, that was the supposed Brandon Lau bobblehead game that where it <laughs> yeah. got moved, and I thought he was going to get traded, and who knows what happened. He but still could. He still you could. Never know. <laughs> Pain. <laughs> yeah, but you get your Tyler Glass now fixed in ceramic form, so 
get there on Saturday. Gonna, it's I'm also Devil Ray one. Day. Devil Ray Day. So uh, see those show snazzy it off on jerseys the next in person. Those, those beautiful uniforms. And then I think Sunday, kids get like a bracelet or something. So. Wait, Saturday's Devil Ray Day? Yeah. Yes. Oh, boy. I'm wearing my... Oh, yeah. yeah, let's go. <laughs> He's going to go... Oh man, oh, man. You got to wear the Fred McGriff jersey, and then you got to wear the uh, the old school TV hat. Oh, of course. That's... You, you already know. Gibby's going to be dripping in the uh, in, in the retro vibes. Also, yeah. the team store already announced they've got their Franco jerseys and shirts. <laughs> yeah. They've been prepared in, so. for this bad. day. One so time long. I tweeted, one time I tweeted that I couldn't like buy the 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 double rays Nike jersey anywhere, like not online anyway. But you gotta you gotta go and like call the store. That's all. That's all it was. So then I so I deleted my tweet because uh, <laughs> the Franco jerseys and the shirts like. It's gonna go crazy. It team store. They're Bronco opening up. Fever. They're open ten to four, and then again for the game. So it'll be ten to four, and then they open when gates open at like five thirty. Jesus, God, it's Ray, gonna get it's so much money right now. Oh Dude, my God, the free ad placement so is insane. The the free ad placement is insane. Is anything else before we wrap this thing up? We're probably missing. I mean, Jacob Degrom is insane. <laughs> They checked him for substances today. Did you see that video? Yeah, and he was like, Dude, "Why?" You know you do good. <laughs> he was like you laughing. <laughs> that's when you know you're doing good. It's like, hey, pee in his cup real quick. What? <laughs> that's not well, what that's he did. How they, that's how they checked them. I mean, no, no, that's like right for no, steroids. No, that... They were checking for like sticky stuff. Oh, checking his butt. Bo- okay. Checking his. You really <laughs> stop <laughs> that word <laughs> at a terrible time. <laughs> oh. What are you like, Pedro Martinez? We had almost made it through the whole pod with like a cut this out moment. (laughs) No, I I did say cut it out like once, but it's more of a joke. Did you? I didn't hear. Still a joke this time. We're leaving that in. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we got. They checked his belt, his hat, and his glove. He's clean because clean. De goat. De goat. (laughs) That works in two different ways. What if what if the Grom actually just has like Spider Man fingers or like you know how like Spider Man like, climbs sorry, up like, the it's wall? Just my, it's so just he was DNA. bitten by a radioactive spider at one point, and he actually just like roams the streets of New York trying to save people. And then like and then and then he pitches on the side. <laughs> no one knows it until right now. That's it. That's just a theory. That's a theory. It's a, it's 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 a very interesting theory. Oh, also yeah, Bree, Bree, you a few today. Oh yeah, oh yeah, Bree, you missed Gibby's theory where um uh Papa John's and Kane's furniture are now conspiring against the Rays because the Rays were winning too much. Probably, I met Papa there? John himself. I've told that story on this podcast when? before, but at a Rays game, he gave me oh, a gift card. That's crazy. I he's, still have the gift card. I that guy is not like popular 10. anymore. Bro. Yeah, he's not a good no, person. Not. <laughs> <laughs> hey, he ate 40 pizzas in one day. What was that, 30 pizzas in one day? <laughs> well, we like his pizza. We like his pizza company. Maybe. Hey, not Shaq works for them now. It's okay. <laughs> Shaq works for them now. It's okay. But um, anything else before we wrap this thing up? I think we're all good. All right. Uh, well, thanks, everyone, for tuning into this episode. We really appreciate it. Uh, if you guys don't follow us and what we're doing, we are at uh, on social media, Twitter, uh, Instagram, hopefully our TikTok, uh, Twitch, when that comes back up, Raise the Roof TV. Our website, RaiseTheRoofTV.com. We just posted a couple articles, or I just um, wrote a couple articles about Wander. So if you want to go check those out, they're right there. Uh, our gmail account raise the roof tv at gmail.com if you guys want to send us anything comments questions concerns about what we're doing this podcast um feel free to send that there we'll make sure to get back to you and uh this podcast you guys can find us on apple Podcasts, spotify google podcasts 
Um, just search us up. Make sure to subscribe. Make sure to leave us a review. Um, share this with your friends. All that good stuff. So from all of us, thanks for listening. And as always, raise up. Raise up, baby.